go time. I, I think you're excited. You I just am. finished working out. This shit, I'm you got yourself to this kid. Yeah, I, just, I got like three hours of sleep, so. Bro, I got like four and a half. What's going on? I just couldn't sleep. I had to go to the couch. Damn. Because like, I when, once I'm tossing and turning, you can't wake the wife up. Yeah. But I'm like, I was up, up. I'm that, like, this is stupid. That's why. So I went to the couch and my room gets hot. Which I don't like, like in the middle of the you night, because it's cold outside, and then oh. you know that cuts off the AC kind of uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't it's have like, a fan in the this. room. Um, I do. You don't have it on. It was on, oh. and I was just still hot. Yeah. So I'll toss and turn by myself. So on the I'll, couch. yeah, I'll, okay. I'll go to the couch. You got a comfortable couch? No. No. It has this rod in the middle that's just stabbing me in the back <laughs> the whole time. Very uncomfortable. You got to get a comfy couch, like Luna. I know, Remember the, Luna? The big comfy couch? Yeah, no, but this is our like, we have like a sunroom and uh, it's that couch. Okay, okay. It's a playroom couch. Okay. Yeah. And that is not comfortable. Ah. Uh, it's not good. Okay. So I'm running on fumes. And Celsius. And Celsius. I'm, I'm, I got coffee. In dreams. Dreams. Big dreams. Big dreams. Big dreams. All right. And with that being said. I thought you gave up coffee. I stopped for, like I stopped for a week. Um, and it was just, oh, what happened was last Saturday I had to go to a comedy show and I was just tired. I'm like, the tickets have been purchased. I'm not going to fall asleep at this comedy show. So I'm, I had to okay. walk up and yeah. today, like, again, I'm like, I don't want to. Because yeah. I was about to take a nap if I didn't have to be here. But, you know, I was like, I got to go to the podcast. Let me make me a cup of coffee. Uh, I was up late playing Call of Duty. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. It's so it's fun, but I, I, I kind of suck, but I like it. It's I, I think that's included in leisure. Like, that's, yeah. it's one of those things, like, just let the mind go for a yeah, little bit, man. play a little been, bit. You know, just shooting and having fun, man. Yeah. Um, I get dizzy. I can't play video games because I get dizzy. I used to. I used to be just like that. I used to be just like that with um, 007 GoldenEye. Oh, that was dope. If, oh. When I played that, I would get sick. But I don't, like, I think I just got used to, I, I don't know if, like, the technology just got better. Probably. They figured the TVs it out. and the refresh rates and stuff mm-hmm. might have gotten a little bit better. Like I could, I could play for, for a while now. Some sometimes I get a little dizzy, but for the most part, I'm, I'm good at this point. All so. right, and let's start. Oh yeah, this is just like side note. Yeah, we'll cut this. We're, <laughs> no, we're not cutting it. We're not cutting this. This is a great conversation. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, <laughs> shit. Welcome back. Or if this is your first time here, welcome to the Reps That Count podcast. We are your hosts. I am Valens. My name is Adam. And go ahead and hit them with the... The Reps That Count are the moments in life that we should be paying attention to. We talk about mental health. We talk about fitness. We're going to talk about fitness today. (laughs) Um... So emotional health, mental health, uh, relationship health, financial health, I think we are going to get there oh, one yeah, day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, that's super important. But it's these things that really matter in life that we should be paying attention to, that we're trying to bring awareness to. Yeah. We just can't be coasting through life. Nope. Nope. All right, Adam, it's time. It's time for the question. Oh, yeah. It's time for the question. All right. So this question is for 
anybody who's listening or watching, you could, you know, answer this on your own or put it in the comment section. Adam, what is something you've done this past week that you're proud of? It's a hard one this week. Is it? Because I, I feel like I, I have had a rough week internally. Nothing's going wrong, but okay. I'm causing turmoil in my mind, okay. shaking some things up, asking some questions. Um, so that, that's been a little rough. I, that might be why I didn't sleep so well. I just have a lot of questions this week that I need to answer. So I'm hoping the second half of the week I, I get to answer. Okay, those but questions. remember you get you get to go back to last Thursday, so you, you you know what I mean the whole weekend. I got to spend last Friday with the family at Disney, mm. and I left my phone in the car. Oh, and I was like super present, and we had a great time. Caden's old enough now where he was really into the rides. We took him on like a roller coaster, and he loved it, and. It was it was a great time, and it was successful. Like the, it, you know, sometimes that doesn't go the way you think it's gonna go, <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, uh, but it was a successful Disney trip, and I felt very present. Cool. I yeah. actually took my son to um, Sea World nice. on Sunday, nice. and it was successful. Yes, yeah, that's awesome. Yes, you and never know how it's gonna go, bro. It was the first time. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and he's three, and I'm like, okay, and he got to ride his first roller coaster. Yes. We did a couple different rides. The roller coaster was the last one, and he was he was just terrified. Like he was scared, but he also enjoyed it. That's uh, yeah. Caden's eyes went when it first went. Well, he was smiling. He was smiling. He got on the ride. He was like, "Daddy, it was too fast and scary." I was like, "Yeah, buddy, did you like it?" Yes. That's life, buddy. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that happened. Um, but that wasn't even going to be my answer. I know it was that. That would have been a great answer. But that's amazing. It, yeah, it was fun. Yes. I loved it. Yes. Um, but the other thing that I'm really proud of is the fact that I didn't give up yeah. on my 75 heart. Yo, you're a better man than me, bro. I woke up like no, like I legit woke up Saturday morning and was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, it was just like, ah, there's no, I'm like, there's no way. I think I'm on like day 24 or something. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I guess. You got to finish now. Am I on day 20? Let me, let me see. But yeah, I woke up Saturday and I was just like, there's absolutely no way. (laughs) I'm on day 28. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You got to finish. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to complete today. And because I had my son's like little birthday gathering. Yes. And then after that, I had the comedy show. I'm like, bro, like, how am I going to complete everything? Yeah. But my son just he threw me a bone. Nah. No, he didn't. He was just like, Daddy, I want to go on a walk. I'm like, okay. And it was early in the morning. I'm like, all right, we're going to go on a walk. That's great. Bro. Like, okay. And we walked for like an hour. You know why I think I can do the 75 hard now? Because that was the only part I was like, dude, how am I going to do this outside? I can't. 
leave work or my son for more than 10 minutes yeah. you know my son loves walks that's his favorite more than parks more than anything he just wants to walk and uh, discover at this yeah. point so i might give it a try hey, man. It, it worked we walked around for an hour and just pointed out airplanes because you know i live close to the airport yeah. and my son loves airplanes that's awesome so the whole time it's daddy airplane yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Good. Airplane. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, cool. Yeah, man. So that that's that. That's part one of uh, today's episode. Now uh, you got to get into the topic? Yes. So fitness. That's a broad topic. How you want to, how you want to, how, how do you feel like we should, we should talk about fitness today, man? Like you want to talk about our journey or you just... I want to talk a little bit about our journey, Mm -hmm. and then I want to talk about how the noise that's out there. Oh. And I want to talk about how you should approach fitness if you want to do this for a lifetime. Okay. That's where I want to go with it. Okay. The the, the noise. Oh, that's going to (laughs) hurt. Oh, my God. And I don't want to get too negative about it, but I want to touch it. Yeah, we I have to touch, touch on it. We got to address it's, it's, it. It's absolutely necessary. All right, cool. I'll start with my yeah, with my journey. Um, so fitness, I've been around fitness since I was like very very tiny. Like my my father back in Haiti used to go to the gym with me, and like he was at three, bro. I'm talking like <laughs> yes, like tiny tiny me. Like, I mean, my amazing. son goes to the gym with me now. That's amazing. But yeah, like we would go. He would go to the gym. I'll go with him. Like I don't remember actually working out, but you know, he was he was a bodybuilder. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he, he you know, he was. That's cut. where those shoulders come from. If you guys don't know, <laughs> Valence has the biggest shoulders in the world. I've. <laughs> I'm not even, I I'm not that. exaggerating. My shoulders do look kind of, like, I saw that picture. I was like, yo, that's wild. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that's wild. But yeah. You know, that was the first time I saw you without a shirt. I didn't yeah. even know that was under oh, there. Yeah. I, I like to, I, yeah. When I first started CrossFit, I used to always take my shirt off. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop. Um, so, yeah, I started out, been going to the gym since I was young. Got to America and the person that raised me here would gym person too. Yeah, nice. Like Bally's Total Fitness. Like I would go to Bally's Total Fitness. Bally's. Yeah, yeah. I would go there. Um, you know, and then when I got a little bit older, like I started, you know, kind of sneaking on the on the the machines. At what age? Um, I think I was in middle school. Yeah. Middle school. Middle yeah. school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, we had to sneak in at that because I think it was like 16 well, or so something. The thing is, he was in a wheelchair, so I uh, got to go with him to help him, but he would be doing, you know, his workouts and then I would just, I'll do the, like, I'll do, do it with him yeah. or be on the machine next to him. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a membership. I wasn't supposed to be doing it, but, you know, I did it. Um, and then from there... You know, the neighborhood kids. We had a bench press set. Then college, I took weightlifting class. Nice. Um, and yeah, I just, I just always, I always worked out. Um, you know, until CrossFit. Yeah. Twenty fifteen, I think I started CrossFit. Then from after CrossFit, weightlifting, and yeah. It's How just, long have you been doing weightlifting for? Since twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Nice. So what, five years. Five years. Yeah. Since 2018, and that's that's been awesome. 
So you're a phenomenal weightlifter. Oh, I appreciate that. Move ridiculous. I appreciate it, man. It's it's been a it's been a fun road. Yeah. But I'm actually taking a break right now. I was wondering if we were gonna talk about that. Oh yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. haven't even told me why. Oh, so there's a couple different reasons. So one, I'm not excited to train right now mm-hmm. right I'm, I, I've always been training and training and training I'm just not excited so when I get in here I'm just like I'm not putting in my maximum effort and I feel like that could lead to like injury if you're mm-hmm. not like your head's not in the game and like my recovery's been just kind of trash um I don't know if probably my sleep mm-hmm. right like so my recovery's not there my body's just just hurting it's like yo we need to we need to stop for a little bit. Um, plus, there's like a couple different like certifications that I, I spoke yeah. to you about that that I'm studying for and that I want to take. And so I, I decided to just take the extra hour from weightlifting to just focus on getting that done. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, it's just gonna be like a thirty, like a like a month break. Just back in when once I come back and once January start after. The MIA Classic, uh, get right back to training. So I got to touch on that. So this is one of the, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about fitness is exactly what you just said. Because I for a while I wrapped my entire identity in fitness, and if I didn't work out, I didn't feel good yeah. anymore. Um, you have graduated to another level that you can just take some time off from something that you identify so much with yeah um and you're like hey i can just take some time off and then i'll just hit it again in yeah i'll just come back that's amazing not everyone can do that yeah that's really really cool i think the benefits of taking time <laughs> off outweighs the just trying to push through sometimes mm-hmm. like i'm not i'm not gonna stop working out i'm just now it's just gonna be uh you know a good 45 minutes of mm-hmm. you know mix fitness like whatever i need to do you know just really preventative kind of thing yes um but i'm just i'm just not gonna be like doing a program yeah right now just have fun i'm just gonna have fun for a little while that's good yeah man. that's good i'm proud of you and i'm happy for you well i appreciate that paul so yeah what about you man tell me about your your journey so i was skinny fat skinny fat yeah that's (laughs) That's like, you're like a big shrimp. <laughs> In middle school, I was like, I had like the chichos, like the, uh, like the fat under the arm, but I was like skinny with skinny arms. But I had like fat under the okay. arm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then when I was 15, my uncle moved from Dominican Republic and he moved in with us. Okay. And he was into fitness. And he was into calisthenics. So it was only sit-ups, push-ups, not pull-ups Pull- for me at the time. But, oh, okay, you know, okay, like, okay, okay. So uh, just sit-ups and push-ups and then eventually some pull-ups. But um, he taught me the importance of exercise and taking care of yourself. And it's someone that I really respected. So I was like, oh, maybe this is something I should be doing. But I didn't really chase it that hard. Yeah. Then I went to college and, you know, that college rec room experience, like everyone, that's a cool place to be. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I bench pressed every day there. <laughs> <laughs> no leg day? No leg day. Okay, let's go. 
Um, and I thought I was fit. Uh, and then I discovered CrossFit when I went to New York. Okay. And I was trash, like the worst CrossFitter of all time. Um, they had me as a PVC pipe for two months. Ooh. I, was I mean, I, f- I respect that. Yeah. No, it was, a, it was a world-renowned CrossFit okay. gym. Reebok Fifth Ave, like regionals team, but also like Olympic, like real Olympic level coaches. Okay. these It was just phenomenal to be in that room. Um, and then I felt I didn't play any sports growing up because my parents sent me to a school that was outside of our school district. So the activity bus just didn't. And my parents worked. The activity bus just couldn't drop me off at home. Okay. So I just, I would start a sport and then I just, you know. Yeah. yeah, Like, how was I going to get home kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So a CrossFit gave me that gamification sports thing that I never experienced before until I was like 26 years old. Oh, okay. And I was like, wow, this is special. And it, it became really fun. And then as we spoke in other episodes, it became another addiction. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I, but I fell in love and I fell in love with how it made me feel. And then I fell in love with helping other people make, feel that same way and become passionate about it. And 11 years later, I'm still here. Good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, now we're we're here. You're coaching. You've yep. owned a gym. You you're changing lives. Yep. Um. So yeah, where 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 do you wanna where do you wanna go first? So we'll start with the okay. <laughs> Let's start with the perception of fitness in the media and where fitness is today and where where it's going okay so if you're looking at social media like everyone is is they're constantly dropping buzzwords like you know lose 30 pounds in six Six days and you know Uh like all this (laughs) craziness i said six weeks right it is six days it's crazy um because people don't know better Mm -hmm. and people get stuck in this vicious cycle of starting and stopping and because they think it's supposed to be easy because they were sold on something that was supposed to be easy and it's hard yeah And I think people need to get away from the idea that this is something you do because it's easy or it's supposed to be easy, like an Ozempic pill or something like that. Um, And they need to understand that we should be doing fitness because it is challenging and we need to be challenged. Dude. (sighs) Oh, my God. It is so bad. Like. So whenever people see me, they're like, yo, this guy is fit. So they want to ask me about fitness. I'm at the point where I'm kind of tired of it, <laughs> right? Not not because I don't want to be helpful. It's because when I tell them what they need to hear, like they don't listen because there's so much of like the easy route, right? Like I, I remember... Um, I was walking out of my apartment complex and this dude, like I, I, I've never had a conversation with him. He's one of my neighbors. Um, but he's like, Hey man, like you look fit. Um, like what, what, what can I take 
to like lose belly fat. Like, you could take a walk, dude. Like I don't know what you mean. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And like when I when I tell people, it's like like there's like you can't really su- like you could take a supplement, but it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then the excuses come. It's like, yeah, well, you know, I can't really eat right because I work hard. I work long hours. Like I, I don't have time to 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 exercise. It's like we're talking right now. Like you like 15 minutes. Like if you're not doing 15 minutes right now, you can do 15 minutes. That could be a start. Yep. Um, but I, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. There's client. There's clients that ask me. They're like, "How long is it going to take me to lose this thirty pounds?" And my immediate response is, "How long did it take you to gain those thirty pounds?" Job. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I don't even hesitate anymore. Yeah. It's just, or or like, just don't ask me that. Qu- let, let's just focus on the work. Let's and- focus on the process. Let's focus like. Everything's just so result driven, but if you just focus on the process and focus on one step at a time and one day at a time, you'll get to the result, you know, and, and then maybe you'll just enjoy the process a little bit more. Um, it, but everyone wants to shortcut. We're in a society that they want the most comfortable route to the result. The Amazon Prime two hour way to lose 50 pounds. And it's not like that. And it never will be like that. Yeah. Um, and people can't understand that, dude. Here's I wanna, I just, I'm gonna bring this up, which a lot of gyms do this. Yes, and it might be, I you know obviously I feel like a lot of gyms do what I'm about to say to gain clients, and at some point for some people it might be beneficial but i think it also hurts the narrative and what i'm specifically referring to is the challenges mm-hmm. like the 6 week challenges the 8 week challenges the new year like you know like those challenges where it's like okay you're going to come in for these weeks we're going to weigh you we're going to give you a meal plan we're going to um you know, give you a cash prize, whoever loses the most weight at the end. Mm-hmm. And people flock to that for a little bit. You know, like by the time the eight weeks are up, like half of the people, you know, left. And then, you know, somebody wins and then, you know, they might they might stick with it. But then most times I don't feel like they do. Like what like what's your your thought on, on like the the sell? I think it's a sell tactic. There's two sides of that. Mm hmm. One is I I paid eight thousands of dollars for a course in a mentorship program that I didn't end up using because it was too much like that. It was too buzzword centric and let's just get people in the door and let's tell them whatever they want to hear to get them in the door. And I couldn't do that. Um, you'll never hear those words here. Okay. You you just I, it's not something that I stand for. The other side of that is if I get 40 people to walk in through the door and only 10 of them stay, I still change 10 lives. Yeah. So it's so, what's the right thing? It's tough. That, but, <laughs> I mean, that's why I want to yeah. bring it up. No, that's why I, I don't yeah. have the answer. Yeah. I don't, because Be- it's very hard. It's very cringy for me to do that. Yeah. 
but in my, I'm trying to change as many lives as possible, right? That's the end. That's the end goal. Let's yeah. change. Let's create as big of an impact as we can. Yeah. And as long as you believe in the ultimate product, which is what you're actually doing for the person, there might be some marketing involved there. Yeah. You know, to, let's get them in the door. Let's at least get them in the door. Let's not lie to them. Let's be very transparent with what we do. But there is. <laughs> There's intimid- there is intimidation factor of getting people in the door in the first place. And I think that's why they use these buzzwords mm. and that's why they do all this stuff. But some yeah. people just want money. You know? <laughs> so I think it could be used in a positive way. There's a lot of transparency behind it. Or it can be used in a negative way yeah. where you're just trying to take people's money. Okay. I want to say, say this. I feel like if as a gym owner you run one of those challenges multiple times a year then you're not you're probably not building the right relationships with your clients 100% like if if it like i feel like you know you might be i think if you could do two and like you could gain 10 people it's cool but like if it's every 3 months every 8 weeks you have a new 8 week challenge like I think that's that's a little bit too much because then you might not even, you're not even taking the time to take care of your permanent. We saw what clients. it did to gyms when it was the new you challenge and the gym uh, uh, gym launch challenge with Alex Hermosi and all that stuff. It was destroying gyms. It was destroying the culture of the gym because okay. there was a lot of people that were just transient. They were just coming in and out, and you okay. can't build culture that way. And it messes with the original members that were already there. And it, was, it wasn't it was good for any gym. I've never seen a gym be successful off six-week challenges. Okay. It just doesn't, doesn't work that way. Um, it destroyed gym culture more than anything. And I don't know any gyms that are still running these hit programs. Yeah, I don't see them that much anymore. <laughs> I don't like see that. them that much anymore, yeah. dude. Why? Okay. Because it didn't work. Because it didn't work. All right. That makes sense. (laughs) It did not work. That makes sense. That's not to say that you can't sell nutrition. That's not to say as an upsell or that's not to say we can help people get their results. What we, we don't sell nutrition. People know exactly what to eat. Mm -hmm. We sell accountability. Okay. You need someone to make sure that you're staying on track for a certain amount of time. And that's a good way to get started for some people. What I sell is... One day you're not going to need me. So there's going to be a lot of hand-holding in the beginning and guidance. And I'm going to wean you off by teaching you the skills that you need so you can do this on your own one day. I never keep clients forever. And there's a cutoff date. There's like a graduation date because I have taught you everything that I can teach you. And now it's time for you to do this on your own. Okay. Which I think is like any trainer that's trying to keep a client forever is trying to take people's money. Because the goal is to teach them the skills that they need so they can eventually do this on their own. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because I mean, I guess at, at some point, like, I mean, like how many yeah. times you're going to walk up the workout? anything. Yeah. I, and I have clients that don't need me. I do have clients, long-term clients. They don't need me anymore. They want me there. Accountability. Accountability, but they don't need me anymore. They know exactly what they're doing. Or there's different phases that we go through, or we won't work with each other for a year, and then they're prepping for something or something like that. But it's like a handful of clients. Everyone else, there's graduation dates, and then you're on your own. 
Okay. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. All right. That was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot. lot. (laughs) You're going to get canceled. Sure. Yeah, let's get let's let's continue the the cancellation train. All right, I'm where, down, dude. Uh, where, I'm, where, I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. Where yeah. where to next? I forgot. Like all the uh, we should make notes. Uh, man. So this go this is on the the member. Okay. And the way they should approach fitness. Yes. Don't come into a gym. And want to PR everything. Like, I know it's exciting in the beginning. And it's cool. There's so many things that you've never been exposed to, like butterfly pull-ups and this and that, or snatches and all this. And you want to do it all. If you have so much time. I think there's like 6,000 workouts in our lifetime or something like that. Okay. If you're in your 30s, you probably are at like workout number 3,000. You still have 3,000 workouts to learn all these things that you need to learn, right? Yeah. Um, so don't rush it. Uh, respect the barbell. Respect your coaches. We have your best interests at heart. Um, and the only thing that's going to get you hurt is your ego. 100%. Um, and and it's hard, right? It's better said, easier said than done, right? There's days I've come in, uh, like in my career, and I've hurt myself knowing doing something that I know I shouldn't be doing, or going against my coach, or like something stupid, right? <laughs> Can't even tell my coach <laughs> that I got hurt that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be like, yeah, I was walking down the stairs, yeah. and like I, I swear my it was fifty percent. Yeah. I swear, <laughs> some I just you know, some some was off. I wasn't focused. Yeah, um, but there's so much time. Um, and you don't be in a rush to unlock all these skills and to get to the result. Enjoy the process. Fall in love with being so methodical. Uh, fall in love with making movement beautiful. Yeah. And uh, putting in the reps at such light, low percentages or PVC pipe or body weight. Make your air squat beautiful. Like fall in love with that aspect yeah. of it before adding intensity. Yeah. You know, like banded pull ups. Yeah. Like banded pull ups before butterflies. Like, you know, I, mean? I, I see people who just, you know, it's like, oh, that looks cool. It's like, you know, why are you trying to do even kipping pull ups? I don't feel like people should do kipping pull ups until they could do strict pull ups. Three strict, that's the rule. Three strict okay. pull ups. I know I have a client here, ain't gonna mention her name. She, I know she can do kipping pull ups. I, I know her body can do kipping pull-ups. And I've seen like her get close. I was like, hey, we're going to do three strict pull-ups before we can do any kipping pull-ups. And she said, okay. And okay. I, was, like, I was like, oh, yes, thank you. Because <laughs> I, I, like, as a coach, do no harm has to come before anything else. If you're, we're writing prescriptions. Anything we say is a prescription that we're giving a member or a client. If we're allowing them to do things in front of our eyes that we know they shouldn't be doing, that's bad. That's really bad. How do you approach the hard-headed uh, client? Or yeah. uh, so it's there's a couple different ways. Sometimes I go at it like in a funny way, like like joking, like almost like egging them and like ah, like you know you shouldn't be doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> like uh-huh. was that smart? <laughs> yeah, was that smart? But sometimes it's a serious conversation. Okay, and like and you have to say. You know, this is, don't just bash someone. Yeah. Give them that ice cream sandwich of good news, bad news, and get like, hey, that looks good. Hey, just for your own safety, I want to make sure that you're getting the most out of our training. We're going to do that by decreasing the weight and making sure that the reps are beautiful. 
can we do that? And always like have them agree. Yeah, like, yeah, can yeah, we yeah. do that? Um, or giving them another challenge because that's what people are really looking for is the challenge aspect of it. So, hey, I want this rep to look exactly like this. Show them a video. Like, boom, can you do that? Videotape them. You see where you messed up here? Can we do this instead? Like, like really like challenge them to move, be, fall in love with moody, moving methodically and perfectly. Okay. And not perfectly, but the pursuit of perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing is we're not doing enough prehab mobility work, accessory work. We're doing the high horsepower things all the time, which if you're coming five to six days a week, you're eventually going to get injured or mm-hmm. your body's going to be so inflamed and so like beat up <laughs> yeah. because we're moving at maximum intensity all the time. That's not good at all. Um, so a lot of our members know I'm like, hey, high intensity is not 100 percent. High intensity is just 70 percent or above. That's yeah. it. Right. You're moving at 70 percent some days, some days, 80 percent. Once every couple of weeks, you're pushing that 90 percent. That's OK. You can do this until you're 90. If you're trying to go balls to the wall every single day, you will not be doing this. We don't even days. you don't even have to go. Don't even have to use it every single day. Like like point of view. Yeah. Right. Like I a couple of days ago, I did a workout here where it was like three rounds, mm-hmm. three different four minute rounds. Mm-hmm. Like you could just look at how round one went for most people and how round three went. 20 reps round one. Yeah. Four reps round three. <laughs> That means you went way too hard. Like that means like m- like mentally you have to figure out how to do the whole workout. Yeah. The whole workout, not just the first 4 minutes. Like be like, okay. And I I like I'm not a great crossfitter, but one thing I've always been good at is knowing how to pace myself. That's makes you a great crossfitter. And I think that's what that's one of the things that uh, Rich Froning was really good at. Just like he'll be losing at first, and if you watch the CrossFit Games, that's one of the things. Like it was the person who to wins, watch the right? Rich, yeah, work, Rich work that day three that Sunday was beautiful to watch. Yeah, just the you know, pace. You just pace yourself, <laughs> like and and just take that that method and just extend it throughout Same. life. Absolutely. Right. Don't come in first month of of not even just CrossFit, just whatever fitness fitness thing you're doing. Don't just come in and just go balls to the wall. Like mm-hmm. don't go from couch to like, you know, running three miles every single day. Like you're going to you're going to hurt yourself. The other side of this is the person who's just buying a plan online and trying to follow that plan that okay. doesn't know fitness. And. I decided I wanted to touch on this just because a lot of people, this is the route that they go. Mm-hmm. They buy a plan. It's cheaper. Yeah, they try to do it at Planet Fitness and that's cool, right? I would rather you move than not move at all. But you could be moving not necessarily in the best way for a really, really long time before someone corrects your form, mm-hmm. which might not be the best. You might get hurt. You might get injured. <laughs> So I think getting some level of coaching before you try to tackle these, like, some of these plans are really advanced. Yeah. Is important. Dude, there's another culture shift there that that we should address. Yeah. Hit me. Again, I've been going to the gym for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Right. 
there was a time where you would go to the gym and if you're doing something wrong, somebody would help you. Mm-hmm. That is almost not allowed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's almost not allowed yeah. to go and give anybody any kind of tips or advice. Like the moment you go, hey, you know, like try to do that. Oh, you think you it's it's a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're on Instagram being called such and such, you're mansplaining or and it's a dangerous place to be. Mm-hmm. I just saw like Joey Swoles post something like this girl was like, oh, this guy's just trying to hit on me. And he was like a, you know, professional trainer. And yeah. he was just like, she was doing hip thrusts like an idiot and <laughs> couldn't move to save her life. And yeah, like, bro, I think you're right. I think you're right. Like we need to, we need to address that. Like, <laughs> like you, God, bro. It's, it's, it's. I'll tell you what, I don't save anybody anymore, though. It's terrible. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I, I I, went to Planet Fitness a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, everything everybody here is doing is incorrect. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, people are using the squat racks, but they're, like, going way too heavy, doing, like, quarter squats. Not even, like, three quarters. It's like, this is not a, a full squat. It's too heavy for you. You have the wrong shoes on, and you're complaining about your back hurt. And you were squatting too heavy. But I'm just going to put my headphones on because yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't help you. I'm not allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there has to be some coaching involved, man. And I wish it was cheaper. I wish there was like a, like a better system of, of figuring that out because I want everyone to move. Yeah. But I want everyone to move well. Yeah. You know, so... There, there needs to be some education there. I mean, again, there, the education used to be free. Yeah. There used to be old heads at the gym. I would pay money. I've paid th- tens of thousands of dollars in my career to have someone tell me how to do things. And yeah. I'm a coach. Um, I, it, it is so valuable. Like there's something about reading something online or watching a video or having someone in the same room as you that has a ton of experience teaching you how to do something oh my god i've been doing that wrong as a coach i've been doing that wrong yeah, for yeah, yeah. all this time or just like these little tweaks that make it so much better like oh i to this day i'd still pay a lot of money for that bro it's it's worth it man mm-hmm. but so if you're listening to this and and you go into the gym thinking you know everybody who speaks to you is you know the asshole or just trying to hit on you like there's there are terrible people, but if especially if you're new, like if you don't know what you're doing, if the movement don't feel right and somebody comes up to you and it's like, hey, try it this way, like they might be just trying to help. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. It's 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 you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and yeah, I hope I hope to God that one day we could get back to to that um just being it because a lot of people like you said don't want to pay for yeah but so i have a a a gym idea that the gym itself is a little more expensive not a lot but not like planet fitness like uh, below a hundred dollars like in that range but it's like a global gym kind of setup where everyone's doing their own thing you meet with a coach once a month he gives you a plan and then there's someone on the floor that walks around and just like gives pointers. Yeah. Like just small pointer. Hey, like, 
you know, you could be doing this or a couple people on the floor. I don't know if that financially makes sense. I, I got to run the numbers, but like there, there has to be a price point where it's not personal training. It's not group fitness. You get some accountability, a little bit of uh, coaching in terms of program design and stuff like that. Something personalized towards you, slightly personalized, yeah. you know, just if you have injuries or stuff like that. And then someone on the floor who's actually getting paid an hourly wage to be like, hey, you know, you could be doing this a little bit better. I have a challenge. What? I have a challenge for the the personal trainers at the global gyms who are sitting on there and not doing shit. Yeah. Go walk around and help people out. I wish, but they're looking for the next sale. So that's what I'm old, saying. Yeah, no, yeah. forget. That's how you get the next sale. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're already at the gym. You're doing shit. <laughs> they should be doing that. They're they're actually encouraged to do that because I've worked at a global gym. Okay, I don't, I don't. I never see it. Um, but when it comes from, so this is a problem. People are so set in. This person's either trying to flirt with me or this person's trying to sell me something. That they don't want the help, bro. I'm not saying go train them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's it's a different thing. Like if you're at a LA Fitness and the guy with the LA Fitness shirt comes up to you mm-hmm. and it's like, "Hey, try it this way," and then just walks away, that's helpful. It's the best. That's what they should be doing. Like you know, that's that's a challenge right there. That's how you lower a barrier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's hey, try it this way because a, a, a lot of times they're walking around picking up dumbbells that people didn't put back. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing, you're seeing the movement. You're just like, well, not my business, bro. You're a personal trainer. How could you not feel something? And you ha- like you have the authority. Yeah. You have the the shirt on. Yeah. So I don't know if you work at one of those gyms and you know try that. Try it. Try it. Try See what it. happens. You might get a sale. You might get a bunch of sales. You might be the guy that's like, oh, this guy is doing it out of love. Let me see if I could get an hour with him. Yep. How do you think the digital space is affecting the fitness industry overall? <sighs> it is like the barrier of entry might be too low. The barrier of entry might be too low. Like even now, I've been around fitness for a very, very long time, right? Mm-hmm. But I I see people who's been doing, let's say, weightlifting for like two years who are like offering weightlifting programs. Yeah. Like the barrier is way too low. Like I I I get it. Like there's a need for it, but even when I, like even when I help people, right? There's a, a athlete here that I was helping for a little bit. I'm like, hey, you can lift with me. I'm not a coach. I say that all the time. I'm not a coach. You told me that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a coach. I I might know some things. I was like, bro, help me out. <laughs> I don't know, and and I did right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gave you a couple pointers, but. I don't want that responsibility because I don't feel like I I went through the training. And even at some point, I text my coach. I was like, hey, I want to get more involved in coaching. Can I come to the gym and shadow you? That's beautiful. Like I want to I want to make sure I have a good sense of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the digital space is just like 
anybody could just just come in, make a good profile. And the content is it's not original. <laughs> Everybody's just copying the same content. It's the same copy paste. I'm going to I heard this. I'm going to say it my way. And, you know, people follow because people don't know. It's exactly what it is. It's just copy paste. Bro. And that's why influencers, they just have a bigger reach. So yeah. they get more clients because they have a bigger reach. But that's not more experience or better at, <laughs> especially with remote coaching. The programs aren't that much different. The fundamentals are the fundamentals. When you're, Especially when you're working with someone who is at a inter, beginner to intermediate level. There's not a lot to change there, right? Mm-hmm. Like to get to someone to get someone to progress. Yeah, it's, it's it, very simple. Yeah, <laughs> too simple. ChatGBT can do that. Fact, fact, That's really fact. well, yeah. actually. Yeah, really well. Um, it's can you get this person to comply? That's coaching. Yeah, the people aspect. The people aspect. Yeah. Um, how can you can you read this person? Emotion, like their emotions. Can you pivot if they're having a bad day? Can you um, get someone in the right mindset? And can you get them to follow the plan? Because that's so many people fall off, right? Be, and that's uh, yes, it's on the client, but it's also on the coach. Like mm-hmm. you got you were hired to get this person from point A to point B, right? So sometimes you have to change your approach, and sometimes you like there's. Everyone's just so different and the way they're motivated yeah. is so different. Yeah, you gotta like you have to take into consideration, you know, family dynamics, like if they have kids, yeah. like how how much do they work? Like yeah. all that stuff like comes into play. And like like I I've dabbled in like trying to be like a accountability kind of coach or whatnot. And like um I was working with it was just a family member, but like She's like, yo, I'm having a hard time working because I have a whole bunch of emails. And I'm like, like, that's something you have to try to figure out. How could you help them? You have to help them navigate this stuff to see a different. But you also can't tell them. Some, some people, you can't tell them what to do. You have to help them discover the the solution. I'm going to give a shout out to one of my clients, Reese. Like, she's been my client for a while now. And... I send out a questionnaire. It's called biofeedback form every Sunday that all my clients have to fill out. And it's like, what were the wins? What were the losses? How can we improve next week? And it's like 10 questions. And her self-awareness has gotten so amazing. I realized I was stressed at work because my phone was going off at times where I was supposed to be present. And this is what I'm going to do in order to fix it going forward and i'm gonna set my time my timer on my tv to be i didn't give her any of this that's awesome (laughs) that's awesome that's her putting it on herself she's like i'm responsible for me like that's the shift what i know that was a shift because she wasn't like that six months ago she wasn't like that so it was a shift that happened and it's by not giving them the answers it's by asking more questions and having them figure it out Asking the right questions for them to figure out how can they help themselves. Encouraging. We are not supposed to create, as a coach, it is not your job to change someone. It is your job to get someone to change themselves. Mm. That's it. Damn. 
Then you heard it here first. You know, I feel like that's just it should be common knowledge. Yeah. But again, the the barrier is just way too low, man. Oh yeah, it's just way too like. Um, I have a really good friend who um, she she has a podcast and a company and like she has degrees, master's degrees in this stuff, and like one of her pet peeves is like the amount of like nutrition coaching that happens because mm-hmm. like there's nutrition coaches, but the people who's coaching you on nutrition are not nutritionists. Yeah, because there's no such thing as a nutritionist. Does not registered dietitian. Oh or, yeah, that's or, what I meant. Or a nutrition coach. That's what I meant. People a dietitian are themselves. Yeah, nutritionist. Yeah, which is not a real thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And it's like so you either went to school for eight years because that's how long that fucking school is. <laughs> Damn. It is so long with like the internship and it is doctor level long. Okay. Or you're a nutrition coach. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and that's dangerous. It is. Bro, I... Especially in Florida. Because is it? Florida is a wild, wild west. Of course. And we can prescribe... There's laws here that... And this is one of the only states where we can prescribe, uh, like, meal plans. And we can do things that other states can't do because it's Florida. Okay. But it makes it dangerous. Like, I, I do feel comfortable doing that because I've... It's my fourth nutrition certification. I have... I've had hundreds of clients at this point. Nutrition clients. Um, so the proof is just in the, the work that I've done, mm-hmm. but that's really dangerous because I know a lot of people are prescribing these 1200 calorie diets and this, um, under eating and giving, uh, and they're breaking people Yeah, and it's not fair. <laughs> it's, it's not fair to the people. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, like I've even gotten to the point now where like the, like online is so dangerous that I stop posting stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't post my workouts. Like, you know, some people be like, oh, like this is my reps and sets that I'm doing for the day. I don't post that. Like I'm I'll post one lift. Just be like, all right, cool. I'm 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 still working out. But I don't post my workout for the day. I don't post what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Like I like I'm so aware of how easily influenced people are. Like I'm, I don't want people to be like, "Oh, this is what Valence is eating every day. I should eat that." <laughs> nah, bro. So I don't post that stuff anymore. I used to, right? Because it was just like cool. Like I'm proud of this salad that I made or oh, me whatever. Too. Me too. But now I'm like, nah. I, I, I actually can't without the context. Because where I'm at in my fitness and nutrition journey is very different than someone who's trying to lose X amount of pounds or has a certain condition or there's a lot of leeway in what what I can do right now because I'm on my feet. I would lose weight instantly if I wasn't eating a ton just because I'm burned three, thirty five hundred calories a day just on my feet all day. Um, so I can't most like people be like, damn, you eat that? Like, yeah, I had to get some calories in. There. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love bagels. Yeah. Man, my like my macros are crazy. I know yours have to be. My shit are crazy. I'm like, yo, how do I? And it's weird, right? Because I could either, if I'm not on macros, I could survive all day on like a bagel sandwich. Like the whole day. <laughs> A bagel sandwich? Bro, I'll eat a bagel sandwich in the morning and then dinner. 
And like I'll be like, cool. But when I'm on macro, I'll tell you my like I gotta hear it. I let me uh let me let me pull up my uh calculated macro thing. Um but I eat so much, bro. I'm like and I'm always hungry <laughs> on macros. Yeah, it's it's you, you you know, you ramp that bad boy back up. You ramp that metabolism back bro, up. Dude. Like 282 grams of carbs. Yeah. 208 grams of protein and like 78 grams of fat. And like I dialed it down. What is that? That's round. like 3,000? I don't That's know. Like... I don't know if, let me see. Oh, calorie wise? Yeah. Um I'm not even sure. They don't I don't have the calorie breakdown so for real. Well, um no 2600. 26 like yeah. 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 Which again, like it's usually higher than that. I'm like I don't No, know. no, that's um, I'm I'm at about 25 2600 calories a day. And that's way under for me. Yeah. Because I'm supposed to be at like 3200. Yeah, you, you're, you're bigger than uh, me. It's supposed to like in order for me to feel my best, I would have to be at that. I there's I wish I could be at that. I should be at that. And right. one day, and I have for a while, and I felt better. Yeah, everything was better. But then there's people prescribing twelve hundred, sixteen hundred calorie diet. Do do? To- I've had to break that mindset from clients, and it is so difficult. It is so difficult. And they're like, well, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. I'm eating 1,200 calories. One, because you're eating 2,200 calories. The average person doesn't understand how to track up yeah. to 8,000 calories. And they're over by 1,000 calories. Okay. Um, and then two, you've pretty much have slowed down all the, all the automatic processes in your body by being at a deficit for so mm-hmm. long, which creates a new maintenance. Simple. Science. A lot of research <laughs> that goes along with this. <laughs> And I'm trying to reverse diet these people or convince them to reverse diet and they won't do it. Then I know it. that's got to be frustrating. Dude. Yeah. But I understand that I, it's very challenging for them to understand that. Like I yeah. should be eating more to lose weight. I feel, do you feel like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if this is like the correct way to look at it. I feel like when you start to eat less, your body just goes into hibernation where it's like, oh, he's not feeding me. So I can't burn. Like yeah, I gotta, yeah. like I just yeah. gotta, I gotta slow down. Yeah, it's called metabolic uh, metabolic adaptation. So okay, your body adapts. So your body's super smart. So it's smarter than you for sure, and it's built to survive. So when you give it less calories for an extended period of time, it slows down. It doesn't slow slowing down. Your metabolism is the wrong word. It slows down. Like you're going to flutter your eyelashes less. You're going to fidget less. Okay. You're going to unconsciously pick the elevator instead of the stairs. Mm. You're go- There's these little things that your body's going to do to conserve energy. Okay. And that's what slows down. Okay. All right. All right. I know we, we're almost at the hour mark yeah. now, but there's one thing. Did, did you have anything I else you want to- I one more too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go first. no, 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 no. Mine is <laughs> kind of controversial. Okay. I'll close out with It's going to be a long one, bro. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. Go ahead. You go. So um, the last one that I want to touch on is the, the fitness life cycle. Okay. And I think this one's hard even for- I didn't understand it for a long time where you're going to get strong for a while. Okay. 
and this typically happens in your 20s. Let's say you started in your early 20s. This happens in your 20s. And then you're eight years and they say about seven, to eight years into this thing. And that's going to slow down a lot. Um, and then for a lot of people, they don't switch their mentality behind what they're chasing in fitness. So let's say they're in their 40s now. Ooh, I know where we're going. Okay. And okay. they're still chasing these PRs and they're still chasing these times that they did in their 20s. And they're still... And they're comparing themselves to a person that doesn't even exist uh-huh. because it's them in the past. Yeah, it's them yeah, 10 yeah. years ago. <laughs> Yo, man, back when I was in high school. Yeah. Yo. And that becomes a dangerous game because you will get injured that way. Um, and there's a, it's called the like strength maximum potential. And you're get strong for a while and then you're trying to hold on. For as long as you can. Okay. But after a while, there is going to be some decreases in strength and there is going to be, you are going to have to have a different approach. There's going to have to be more mobility work. There's going to have to be more accessory work. The, your 90% is probably 80% now. Yeah. And, and that's okay. And you have to be okay with that. Man, I, I felt that. Yeah, yeah, I dude. felt that. Yeah. I, I could tell you that that is 100% fact. Yes. Like when I first got into this CrossFit thing, I, I, bro, I remember I used to walk into the gym, not even to work out. Like I walk in like in regular clothes with regular shoes on and look at the board and be like, oh, that looks like a nice workout. And just jump in the class. Yep. Be like, yeah, that's fire. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yep. Like I, I could just do this. I used to do that hungover. Bro. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I've ever worked out hungover. I played football hung- <laughs> Bro, I had I played a game of flag football hungover, bro. And I had a fantastic performance. <laughs> Bro, if you, ever, there. Yeah, if you ever meet my little cousin, bro, I, I I have him tell you the story. Like, we went out, got home super late. Like, I, we had craft beer, like, dark 10%. It was uh, Old Chub. I remember the craft beer. Old Chub. Whiskey barreled aged. Terrible shit. Got home and woke up the next one. Like, yo, we supposed to play football today. All right, let's go to the park. Joe to the park. Bro, I'm dying. But like I played rusher, <laughs> I'm like rushing it, rushing, getting the flag, I, and I'm like, oh, ambition, gotta, the, your inhibition goes away, dude. You, bro, you go. I'm like on the side, like I have to go out sometimes. Yo, I'm about to throw. I gotta go on the side. I'm like, no, yo, we're doing bad without you. We need you back. <laughs> crushing it. But yeah, like yeah, when you're younger, it's yeah, you dude. can. Now I'm like, if I don't warm up properly, I'm like fuck. This yeah. hurts. That's where I'm at. Yeah. All so right. it, it happens. It's yeah. it's a fact. So people need to figure that out. Yeah. Just stop. I mean, like, you may have been able to bench 405 at some point, but mm-hmm. maybe 225 for 10? That that's that's solid. It's just like and this sucks, but it's just not that impressive to me anymore. Like that doesn't like show yeah. me your Knee over toe reach. Show me, you know, show me your, yeah, your mobility. Like, show, like, ah, uh, let's just change the narrative. Man. Yeah, like, you just know, move a little bit. Move so a little bit. That that actually leads right into what I want to talk about. Let's talk. And I don't, I don't even know where this is gonna go, but like, what's your idea, your thought on the term dad bod? 
It sucks because I'm still, it is not fair for me to, I think, it's not fair for me to talk about this <laughs> looking the way I look. Okay. Paying the importance to like, I hate it when this supermodel girl is saying, we should look however we want, but she's eating 1200 calories. Okay. She's doing like, uh, so like, why do you feel like you can't talk about it? Because, um, because it's hard for me to say that, man, like just focus on, you know, performing better and eating well, and then the results are going to take care of themselves. And like, you're fine at 20% body fat, like the average male should be, you know, in between 15 and 20% and 10% is actually not good for you when I'm still chasing 8%. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this is just facts, right? Like, okay. so it's very, it's very condescending of me to say that. Um, but it is factual, like a, a, a peak male in terms of libido, in terms of performance and all this is like 15%, 15 okay. body fat. Right. And that's science. Um, I want to be 10%. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You know? Yeah. So, but there's like, so the dad bod. What I, I guess what I want to figure out, like what constitutes a dad bod? Being a father. <laughs> Okay. Like, okay. You know, is uh let's define it as a dad bod. <laughs> it's just a stupid term, dude. It, it it is so dumb. Do you think you have a dad bod? Um no. 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 <laughs> no. But you're a dad though. Yeah, but I'm a dad. Yeah. So yeah. All right, so here's my my take on dad mm -hmm. bod. I feel like the term dad bod is a way for men to make themselves feel comfortable with essentially giving up on themselves. Like that's that's the way I can not even and not even just men, right? Because women love the term also, right? Oh, he has a dad bod. Mm -hmm. And like, to me, I feel like it's a nice way to just put the blame on your kid. It's like, hey, I used to always work out, but now I have a, a kid. Now I have a dad bod. You know what? I took the question in a different direction. Okay. Which was the people that are trying that aren't the aesthetic, the media aesthetic. Yeah. But they're still trying. You're talking about the people that are using it as an excuse to not try. Yeah. So I, I took that yeah, the yeah, yeah, way yeah, yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, which I'm okay with the, like, like wherever your body is, is your body is, bro. Like you're trying, you're in the gym, you're making better choices. Most of the time you're being a role model to your family by, you know, choosing the, the, uh, to eat healthy 70% of the yeah, time. Yeah. That's like, awesome. That's amazing. That's you're in the awesome. gym two to three days. That's all I want, bro. Like you're living like, and you're taking care of your family. You're not ignoring any of your other responsibilities. You're crushing it, bro. That's awesome. You are crushing it. Yeah. Uh, good for you. But yeah, I'm talking about the yeah, people. Talking about the other I'm talking one. about the people who <laughs> yeah. are not in the gym. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a pork juice, 100%. That's that's <laughs> the only way I see it. It's like, oh yeah, man, you know, I got a dad bod. Cause yeah, it's yeah. like. And I don't look at it as the body itself because we're ever changing second to second, ever mm -hmm. changing. I look at it as where in the process are you? Are you making the, is your next decision 
moving you in the right direction. Um, if you're doing that, I don't care where your body is, right? Like, let's just move into the right, like, because we are not this version of ourselves because that changes millisecond to millisecond. Mm -hmm. We're the next decision that we're making. Um, so it's, are you pursuing a healthier lifestyle or not? Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, again, I just, I don't, I don't want people to blame their kids for no. not. But I think there's themselves. a huge shift, even in the media. And it's not, uh, it kind of is all Olympic and all this shit. But um, there's, I've seen a lot of my friends that had never focused on fitness before, finally trying to get healthy. And um, they're finding their own versions. Like some are biking. They're like, oh, yeah. they bought all the fucking bike gear. and Pickleball. Yeah, yeah. Pickleball, pickle which ball. I thought is awesome. <laughs> Dude, Bro, just get all out of that stuff counts. 100%. All of that stuff counts. Swimming, running, pickleball of... Frisbee. I get like, asked that. Well, what do you think is the best type of fitness out there? My answer is always the one you enjoy the most. Yeah, movement. Yeah. What do you love doing that doesn't feel like work? Do that. Yeah. Do as that. long as yeah. And do like some that. hard shit too. But like, like if you enjoy it, dude. Like we're just trying to get you to move. Like volleyball. that's step one. Oh, that's oh, volleyball. I love yeah. volleyball. Yeah. Like all that. All so yeah. All of that stuff is. Fitness. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, just go out there and move. And we complicate it, bro. Like, we're doing some like some serious stuff. Like, people need to push, pull, squat, hinge, walk. Yeah. <laughs> but, and just do it. Like, I think that, that's what, what makes fitness so so intimidating for people because, like, the, the complexity of some of the stuff, right? They see, they go online and they see me snatching. It's like, oh, that's, I'm like, bro, like you don't have to snatch. You could just walk. You can't sell simple. Ah. Oh, that's the problem. You're right. I got you. Um, it sucks. It sucks. My clients say, like, bro, are we ever gonna do anything other than these six movements? Like, like no, not until we do them really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> Build that good foundation. Yeah. Build that good foundation. Yeah. Shit. All right. I think that's it, V. That's it. You are, you oh, got this was my favorite episode. Yeah. We 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 did a pretty good job. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. The the what you call it, imposter syndrome episode though. That I, shit was hard. I've watched it twice so far. It's it's a good one. That if you have not listened or watched the imposter syndrome episode as it went on, it got yeah, better. I was like, oh, yeah, I, oh, because we do it weeks in advance, so I forget what yeah. we say. Oh my gosh, so yeah, that was fun. awesome. Oh, um, any closing thoughts on fitness? We had a lot, so try to last one. I didn't even touch on this, but approach fitness like you want to move in your nineties. Mm -hmm. Um. That's it. Yeah, like, it's not the right now. It's there's so many years ahead of us, and let's make sure that our knees aren't jacked up and our shoulder hurts because pain sucks. It does. So take it slower than you think, because you probably have more years than you think. All right. For me, I would say um, be be careful of the internet mm -hmm. just just be careful there don't and you know 
one, don't be afraid to try fitness because there's parts of the internet that kind of, you know, scare people from doing certain things. I got one more. Go ahead. No, finish yours. Um, yeah. So there's people who try to scare you away from doing certain things. Um, and then there's people who just sells you bad things, but just, yeah. Like, and everybody at the gym is not evil. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah, just just stay off the internet. Go to the gym. That course that I was taking that I was kind of bashing a little bit, um, there was this guy in my cohort that he's a gamer, and his whole thing is wanting to get gamers moving um, because they're just sitting down yeah. doing the thing. So um, I thought that was really cool. Like, finding, like, you don't have to pay a lot of money. You can find, like, again, Facebook groups and stuff where there's people with similar interests to you that are just trying to move, and that could be your accountability group. But um, if there's any gamers out there that are looking for a group, I know of one. Okay. Like, yeah, like gamers that are just trying to move and be a little bit healthier, which I thought was awesome. Shit, I feel like moving will help gamers, too. Yeah, mind. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. Clarity. Go outside, get some sun, and come yeah. back and... You know what I mean? Yep. Get, get some kills on that <laughs> KOD. <laughs> All right. I think that was good, Adam, man. Yo, we did. I enjoyed this, man. Yeah, man. Awesome. awesome. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Reps That Count podcast. Again, we are your hosts. I am Valence. My name's Adam. Have a great rest of your day. That was a good sign-off. Ah, I'm working on something, baby.